Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! I was just thinking how by the time I'm an old man, I'm going to have to have a library in my house because I'm obsessed with books. And so many of you people out there stop by the station and give me books. And so I just have endless books, but I just got a new book. And we also have a sea of papers here. That culture, you know I love paper. I I love uh, Krista's preparation always. And uh, that's why this is always such a fun segment. Uh, Happy Wednesday, everybody. I am perusing this awesome uh, Odyssey to a National Championship, Grizz sort of coffee table book. I've seen this book before, but I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, authors Dave Guffey and Mick Holine. You're listening to Nuanas now, by the way, uh, here on ESPN Radio. Uh, thanks to my great friend Mary Stanger for dropping this by. Uh, Mary was my next-door neighbor growing up. Her uh, her husband, Kenny, uh, who actually, I think, 10 years ago passed away. Uh, but a, great, a big influence in my life when I was a kid and obviously super into sports as a very prominent sports agent. So Mary has so much cool stuff, and she sometimes brings it by the studio. Mary, I'm sorry I missed you today uh, as you swung by, uh, but certainly a very fun book. And uh, keep bringing them. I love having books. You're into books, right? I am. What are you reading right now? Anything good? Well, I am reading. No, I just am literally <laughs> no, reading says. releases. Yeah, I'm right. reading releases and watching games, I love and it. I'm reading media guides. That's right. Chris Redpath so. in studio, our Big Sky Conference uh, women's basketball analyst, and uh, this is the height of the season, so she's on the TV at least once a week. Otherwise, uh, outside of this show, I would too. read a book if I was reading. If, <laughs> if it was right. outside of season, <laughs> that's exactly right. Gotta love the preparation. We'll get things kicked off today. Uh, with Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Krista in studio with us for the first hour here uh, on your Wednesday. And then uh, top of the hour, we always have our ESPN roundtable, but we have a little bit of an overlap today because our great friend Marty Mornoweg is back from Tokyo. He was not here on Monday for the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, uh, but he's back in the country, back in Montana, back in Missoula. So Coach Marty will join us uh, for our ESPN roundtable to talk all the way around uh, the NFL playoffs. And then depending on how long he wants to kick it for, uh, maybe we'll roll for a whole hour or not. If we don't, we'll play a conversation with Josh Vasquez. Either way, one of the next two days here on Nuanas Now, uh, you'll hear from Josh Vasquez. He is a uh, junior uh, shooting guard for the University of Montana and uh, 
has has evolved. He's carved out himself a nice role. He had a big role as a freshman. He didn't have that much of a role as a sophomore. Now he's sort of committed to being that sixth man for the Grizz, and uh, he's done a nice job at it. He provides him a, a nice scoring spark off the bench, uh, one of Montana's better shooters, and a guy from California, the Grizz going back to Cali to play Sac State uh, tomorrow. So we'll hear from uh, Josh, unless Marty wants to stay, and if so, then we'll, uh, we'll hear from Josh tomorrow. So there you go. Show Outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have uh, in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Uh, you want to stream the show? You always can on the ESPN MT app. Uh, you also can uh, go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. I completely buried the lead. We got free wings for you in hour number two as well. Uh, we'll do that about 530. So uh, stay tuned for that. Wing it Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. And uh, to win those wings, you're going to want to remember this number, 406-888-1029. Dive into Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with uh, Chris Redpath here in studio. It's brought to you uh, this week again by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate, or use your home's equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage, a family-owned Montana company. Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's communities statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Uh, I I, uh, was speaking with one of our good mutual friends earlier today, Ryan Tutel, former co-host of this show. He he gave a call. I said, "What's, what's going on? He said, well, I got a job. And I said, well, you haven't had a job in two years, so this is a, this is a big development. What, what do you got going? And he says, well, I found a guy with a boat up at Flathead Lake that needs the boat driven to Florida. So I'm driving the boat for him to Florida, and he's paying me. And I was like, this is an incredible job. How, what <laughs> The stuff this guy comes up with. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. Living the life. Living the life. Unbelievable. I don't even know why I brought that up other than I thought of it. I thought maybe you were going to no, say there's that. There's no profound uh, point there. It's Rob just Fleming funny. had the boat or something? <laughs> no, I guess I was thinking about mortgages <laughs> with Man Mortgage and thinking how Ryan doesn't even have a house. He just drives around <laughs> the country with his family. Uh, amazing. Let's look at the scoreboard uh, from last week uh, around the big sky uh, in women's hoops. Um, Thursday's games, Eastern Washington and Northern Colorado played a, uh, what was it, basically a morning game, a morning tip. Not a lot of energy in it. Uh, Eastern guts out a 49-36 victory. We'll come back to that in just a second. NAU has proven they can be one of the most explosive offensive teams in the women's league in the Big Sky. They drill Idaho 90-67. There's two parts to that story. We'll come back to that as well. NAU rolling offensively. Idaho really struggling across the board. Uh, Portland State continued their winning ways last week with a couple one-point victories, including a 65-64 win over Weber State on Esmeralda Morales' last second shot. And then Sac State last Thursday beats Idaho State 66-52. Saturday, the Hornets uh, get the weekend sweep and move to 6-1 in league play with a 70-44 victory over Weber State. Portland State, another one-point victory, 48-47 at uh, Idaho State. Eastern Washington, the one that proves to be prolific scoring. NAU scores 88 and loses because Eastern scores 96. Unbelievable. All I was thinking is if Coach Selvig uh, had to coach one of these teams that's given up 96 points, he might just drop dead. I don't think he could handle it. I had to chuckle at that comment, Coulter, (laughs) because that's very true. I think that any time anyone scored over 60, he was cringing. So I can't even imagine these two scores. Northern Colorado goes from scoring 36 to winning the next Saturday. So 63-58 UNC wins over Idaho. And uh, the Vandals been struggling. They have lost uh, six in a row. 
Northern Colorado continues to just be completely up and down. But when they're up, they're great. And they've won some league games, which is good progress for a squad with so many freshmen. And uh, then the the primetime game here in Missoula, Montana State uh, beats Montana 72-63. to 63. So uh, just uh, general reactions to last weekend before we get into some of these storylines from around the league. Well, I think it's where we're, we need to be, right? The Big Sky, before we have two games this weekend and then we make the turn. So I think that teams are up and down. You're showing that there are some leaders. Sac State has been at the top. And Montana State is emerging as that number two. And they really had an answer for everything that the Lady Grizz gave them this last weekend, and it's a good spot to be in. I mean, these will be really big games having Portland State and Sac State come up to Montana. Really big games. That's Walter. exactly right. I mean, when you talk about sort of making the turn in the big sky now with 10 teams are going to play 18 league games, uh, everybody will have nine games under their belt after this weekend. And so, you know, for Sac State, it is kind of a prove-it weekend because they're 6-1, and one, but you haven't played in the two toughest arenas to play in yet. Uh, the Lady Grizz are reeling a little bit right now. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, it is a huge prove-it weekend for Sac State. But that's my number one storyline right now in the league is that approaching making the turn, Sac State's 6-1 and one in league play. And uh, they have a, a young lady who's been Player of the Week now, as of yesterday, four times already this season. I mean, Kalasia Dean is just phenomenal. And she's really just been an impact player for Sac State right out of the shoot. And we talked about Liana Tillman, MVP of the Big Sky Conference last year, 5'9 guard, transfer from Pacific. And you think that Mark Campbell's going to have to rebuild. And he just goes to Oakland University and finds Kalasia Dean, who has not been a point guard by trade, but uh, played the two guard. And now she is leading the point. But her statistics are just incredible. 21.4 points per game. She's number two in the conference. She's number 19 for rebounding. That's her her lowest category at 4.6 rebounds a game. She's number two for free throw or for a field goal percentage. She's shooting 50% from the floor, Coulter. Normally I don't rattle off these stats, but they're so impressive. They're so she's, impressive. She's number three for assists. She averages four and a half assists per game and she's a good free throw shooter at 82%. So you look at every single statistical category and Kalasia is in the conversation. I mean, she's it, it, truly to to be a twenty plus point per game scorer who plays on the ball, and to shoot almost fifty percent from the floor is it's ridiculous. I mean, that's why she's putting up the numbers she's putting up. I mean, this last weekend she averaged twenty nine points per game for the weekend and shot like fifty two percent. I mean, that's unbelievable uh, considering how many field goal attempts she's getting to in a game. And they're not a real up tempo team. Sac totally. State they like to be, you know they like to slow it down. And that's one totally. thing when we do analyze the NAU game that they played a little faster than they would have liked. And I think that's what gave NAU the advantage. But I do think Kalasia Dean's game is also complemented by the inside play of Esnel Natabo totally. because they have the six five center. So you have to guard them honestly because you have a great inside presence and an outside presence. This uh, high usage style. Snuana is now ESPN Radio. Uh, SWX Montana TV and the ESPN MT app. Krista Redpath in studio with me. Uh, Coulter Nuanas around the big sky and women's hoops. Uh, this high usage style, uh, I mean, sort of the curmudgeons out there would say, oh, it's the NBA influence, but actually it's been more prevalent in college basketball, uh, in both men's and women's college basketball. I mean, the, the best big sky parallel I can think of is uh, sort of the system that Jeff Linder and, and now Steve Smiley ran at Northern Colorado which highlighted guys like Jordan Davis and Andre Spite. I mean, guys that were, you know, finished their careers as top five scorers in the history of the league uh, because of that high usage style. I mean, you see it in women's college basketball. It's not a surprise. I mean, Sabrina Ayuesca is probably the best example of sort of that high usage on the ball guard who can score a bunch and dish a bunch. 
And who was her coach in college? Mark Campbell. I mean, that's why they're running the system at Sac State. It's sort of a translation of that, what they were doing at Oregon. Right. I mean, Sac State can put up points. They can do it many different ways. They also have Katie Petawenta at the guard positions. She's a 6'2", prolific shooter from three-point range. I mean, they just have multiple weapons. But, yeah, you have to give a credit to Mark Campbell. We'll get back to Sac State because we're going to give you a little bit more of a preview. Krista will be on the call for Sac State at Montana on Thursday. So that'll be very fun. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing uh, the Hornet women in person. Um, and it'll be a big weekend for Sac as they make the turn here uh, through Montana. Uh, my second newsworthy note from across the Big Sky Conference is now Montana State's won four straight. And the, the, a couple of those victories are good victories. When you talk about dispatching of Idaho, I know that they uh, have had some, they fell on some tough times the last couple of weeks, but they've always been a thorn in the side of Montana State. Some of the best games we've seen in the league in recent years of Montana State and Idaho. And, uh, they, you know, they, the, uh, Montana State won at Idaho State, and then they won in Missoula as well. So two of the toughest places in the league. The Cats are in a really good position right now as they sort of enter the midpoint of the Big Sky season. They are. They've really taken care of business. I think the sweep, Weber State and Idaho State big, and then they come back on Monday, regroup, beat Idaho, play a real solid basketball game, and they come over to Missoula. And anytime you can steal one in Dahlberg, that's sure. really, really big. So four games in a row, but I think what was impressive about Montana State was just how collected they were. They were cool, collected. Unbelievable, um, right? Very that's, well coached, I mean, I executed wrote my, their I wrote plan. my whole game feature on Skyline Sports about exactly that how it was like this great back and forth first half, but neither team really showed much panic. And then in the third quarter, it was just, boom, we're taking control of this game. We're erasing you. We're putting you down 12, and we're going to keep you there for the whole rest of the time. I thought it was unbelievable the poise Montana State showed in Missoula. Absolutely. I mean, and that's where you think they should be, Coulter. When you look at the veteran players and the fact that this team won the league last year. For sure. And, I mean, I think there were some spurts, though. Um, Grace Beasley. The transfer from Washington coming She's off great. 13 points off the bench. I mean, there were a few moments where you, I mean, they really capitalized against Montana and exposed them on the defensive end multiple times. And Grace Beasley led the charge. Uh, Trisha Benford playing so many young ladies uh, in her rotation, not a surprise. Um, but I hadn't seen as much of the combo where they played Grace Beasley and Darian White at the same time. I thought that really gave the Lady Grizz trouble because now you have two up tempo point guards who can both push the ball. You can't really press them at that point because they're all, both so good at breaking the press naturally. Uh, I thought that was a sweet lineup that Montana State showed. That's a pretty that diversifies them even more if they can do that more often. Right, and Darian White just so quick off the bounce. For I sure. mean, she just makes it really difficult to contend. And you have to get a, a you know you have to guard her honest because she can take it to the hole and she can spot up. She has that great mid range jumper. Oh, and that was what I was going to ask you. I thought that was the key in terms of the X's and O's. Darren White got to the paint at will. I, I asked both coaches about that, about how key that was to the result of the game. But when Darren White's hitting the little 8- to 12-foot floater, but also getting into the paint whenever she wants, and she's finding open shooters, that I mean, that's when Montana State is basically unstoppable. Well, they are. And I, I think that if you look at Coach Benford, she wanted to win the rebound margin, which she did, and she wanted to win at the free throw line, which they did. And they made their free throws, 8 for 10 from the free throw line. I mean, actually, Montana shot really well from the free throw line as well. Both, for sure. Both teams did. But there were a couple key points that she wanted to do. Obviously, offensive execution, um, but really good play by the Cats. It, it was really uh, solid and uh, sort of steady effort. And uh, Montana State wins over Montana for the 11th time in the last 13. And uh, that's Trisha Benford's eighth win in Missoula since 2010. Uh, pretty striking considering uh, the record the Lady Grizz have had at Delberg Arena for so long. More on Cat uh, Grizz here uh, after a little while. Went around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. Presented this week by Man Mortgage. 
Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, proven. Contact Man Mortgage for more information. Missoula.manmortgage.com. That's M-A-N-N, mortgage.com. You can also call their local office, 406-542-0700. How about Eastern Washington? I think that... uh, here we are, what, just about nine days after they came to Missoula and laid it on the Lady Grizz. The moment that that happened, I thought, wow, good win by Eastern Washington, also flat effort by the Lady Grizz. You can't lose to a team that's towards the bottom of the standings. Well, Eastern's not at the bottom of the standings anymore. They've won three in a row. They're sitting there uh, in third place right now, and uh, all of a sudden that loss for the Lady Grizz in Missoula doesn't look quite as bad, but also Eastern is uh, on as good of a hot streak as anybody in the conference right now. Well, it kind of silenced the big sky when they beat Montana like that, and I think people were wondering, are they going to continue with right. that momentum? And that's exactly what they did. They have some a young roster as well. We talk about Northern Colorado. Sure. I have all Always like the play of Elijah, excuse me, Aaliyah Alexander. Yes, uh, the redshirt freshman who's had injuries on and off. She's a five-eight guard that's just explosive. Um, Jacinda Buckley is another one that's a junior, and then they have Jaleesa Lawrence and um, JDA Martin that are sophomores. And so when you look at that, and you look at the play of how they have multiple players that can just have offensive surges and can give you so many different looks, they're hard to guard. They're definitely hard to guard. You noticed that when I watched them in Missoula, but I think I said three wins in a row. That's short them. They actually have four wins in a row, Eastern Washington's women do. Right. Uh, and uh, those three of those wins over Montana, Idaho, and uh, Northern Arizona, 96 points against NAU. Uh, that's, that's a lot of points. And that kind of overlaps with my next uh, newsworthy note, too. Because the NAU has proven that they can compete with the best in the league. Sac State's lone league loss was to NAU. But NAU has also given a couple away and uh, given up 96 to Eastern Washington. Uh, you know, no matter how upstart Eastern is, that's a, that's a concern for Lori Payne's squad. And I think it is. It was a battle of the offensive game back and forth and who totally. was going to score. I mean, I think there was something like 10 players and double figures for both teams. It was just crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that that's just a very entertaining game, right, Coulter? Oh, totally. I think that's a little bit different than the Eastern Washington-Northern Colorado <laughs> right. game on Thursday. I mean, how about that? Eastern scores 49 <laughs> yeah. on Thursday and then scores 96 on Saturday and so the weekend. Right. It, totally crazy. Regardless, I think it's very fun that both Eastern uh, Washington and Northern Arizona are sort of up there as contenders. And then it also is just makes, it uh, gives us a lot to talk about on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops when it's uh, Idaho and Idaho State and Montana that are towards the bottom of the conference. I mean, they, 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 there's a lot of rich storylines uh, going on in the Big Sky right now. Uh, another storyline from Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops is that Portland State has a winning conference record. Uh, They are currently ahead of Montana, Idaho, and Idaho State in the standings. Chelsea Gregg, the head coach of the Portland State women's basketball team, will join us here in about 20 minutes. Um, But she's done a hell of a job. I mean, two more one-point wins uh, this last weekend, pretty impressive. Well, Viking Pavilion's been good to them because they've won four of their last five. And, I mean, you look at a team that lost 22 conference games in a row. And the way they've been able to bounce back this year, and it's just, you know, confidence. I think Esmeralda, Moral- Esmeralda Morales is a player. She is. She is a baller. I mean, she hit the buzzer beater to, to beat Weber State. Unreal. Uh, the video is on Twitter. You can go see it. I guess it wasn't quite a buzzer beater. It was like with a second left. 1.9 seconds. Yeah, but, but still, huge shot. And... Uh, and I also have to say that Cinco McCartney hit a key three just yeah. under two minutes to really uh, put them into in a position to win that game. So there were multiple offensive threats. Uh, Portland State just showing their dimension, and it's it's just pretty impressive. The uh, 
We'll come back to Portland State. Portland State women's basketball coach Chelsea Gregg uh, will join us uh, here in a little while. Uh, around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, uh, Chris Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. That brings us to then the Lady Grizz. Um, this team continues to be fascinating to cover uh, because they're so perplexing. <laughs> I think they have a lot of talent. I do think they have a lot of talent. Uh, I think that they are a work in progress pretty much across the board, though. I mean, you have these great bright spots. You have these two young ladies played in their first rivalry game ever. And Libby Stump and Matt Koning just shot the lights absolutely out. I mean, Koning was out of her mind. She made the three at the end even with a hand in her face to cut it to single digits. Uh, but Stump scores 21. Koning scores 20. But then you have three of the most talented upperclassmen in the league, and those three, Sammy Fack and Carmen G. Feller and Gina Markson, combined to go, I think, 4 of 22 from the floor and have 11 turnovers combined out of the 18 turnovers that you have. I mean, there are uh, definitely a lot of things to clean up right now if you're Montana. Well, I think if you look at the play of Mac and Libby, that should be the cherry on top for them to come off right. the bench and to give you that offensive surge. But you can't rely on two freshmen to lead you, especially against a team like Montana State. I think there is clearly an identity issue for Montana as they try to find where they can count on that consistent leadership. It doesn't help that Carmen G. Feller picked up a couple fouls and that's sat right. on the bench. And that's been she their issue. Five minutes in the first half. And, and Montana, first of all, I, I really feel that defensive urgency leads to offensive consistency right. for Montana. And they've struggled on the defensive end. They have. And, but, so, and part of it is because of their bigs getting in foul trouble. Right. Well, they play better inside-out basketball. So if they that's don't right. have someone to go into and have everything funnel through Carmen, who will draw in the defenders, two or three defenders for are sure. hanging off of her, and that leaves someone that's open. And that's just a... It's not good for Montana when Carmen has to sit for 15 minutes. It is true. The foul trouble has been uh, the biggest issue with, with Carmen G. Flair's availability. It's also, to a certain extent, plagued both their young bigs, Keeler Burton-Oliver and Alex Perog, have both sort of struggled with foul trouble. Uh, it's, that's one of the biggest pieces of analysis I struggle with, right, is um, I think that it's funny because there's a parallel there. Both the men and women Grizz basketball teams play really physical defensive styles. I mean, the men have had this problem for the duration of Travis DeCure's, uh head coaching career. They've gotten called for the most fouls in the league pretty much every single season under Coach DeCure. Part of that's because that's the style of defense he wants them to play. Part of it is because they play at Montana. There's a whole bunch that goes into it. I just have a hard time with the analysis of, of the fouls. Like, you can say our defensive struggles start because our bigs get in foul trouble, but then how do you fix that that issue, I guess? Well, and I also think that Montana has some complex defensive rotations. They switch between man and zone yeah. within the same possession at times. And again, that's something that they de- that's their um, game strategy and game plan. I do know as a former player, oftentimes that is hard to make those transitions right. and those changes on the fly, especially if you're not one of the quickest players on the floor. And so I think as a big some of those rotations are challenging. And so it could be out of position for Carmen. I do know that that high ball screen that they do off the top for Gina um, can be challenging just because that screen, the moving screen is a point of emphasis this year for the it Big is. Sky Conference. And so really they're making that very well known that that's being looked at. And it just seems that the indecisiveness of which side Gina's going to go to puts Carmen in a tough position, and she's picked up some cheap ones, yeah. which really affects the flow for Montana. It absolutely does. Something to, to continue to watch. Um, the Lady Grizz, 2-5 uh, and five against Division One opponents at home right now, but they're back at home this weekend with another opportunity to prove it, especially uh, against the team that's leading the league in Sac State on Thursday and uh, a team that is one of the surprises of the league so far, Portland State here uh, on Saturday. More on the Lady Grizz, more on Cat Grizz 
And we'll hear from Portland State head coach Chelsea Gregg. Uh, but before we take a break, you've probably seen some of this around because it's uh, been getting a lot of uh, exposure, which is cool. Uh, but the University of Montana will host some N7 basketball games. So this is just a press release um, from Nick Halsey at, uh, at UM. So I'm just going to read a little bit of this because I think it's interesting information as well as a, a cool thing. So uh, he writes... The University of Montana resides on the traditional lands of many indigenous peoples, including the Salish, the Kootenai, the Kalispell, the Blackfeet, the Nez Perce, the Shoshone, the Bannock, and the Coeur d'Alene. They all relied upon their traditional knowledge and relationships with this land and this space for survival in the past and today. It's estimated 78,000 residents of Montana have Native American heritage, one of the highest percentages in the nation. And uh, University of Montana also has one of the highest enrollments of, of Native students of any state in the United States. And uh, it's one of the top Native American studies programs in the country, too, at UM. So that's very cool. And uh, so to help recognize uh, this indigenous heritage, Grizz Athletics hosting their first N7 basketball games. N7 is a program uh, from Nike led by Fort Peck native Sam McCracken. Sam McCracken, excuse me. Uh, that shows Nike's longtime commitment and mission to inspire and enable 2 million Native American and Aboriginal youth in North America. So this is cool. There's custom jerseys uh, that you've probably seen around, some light blues. Benji Head Swift, we got to give him a shout-out. I have he to give is, Benji Head Swift a, a uh, shout-out for sure. He's oh, a, U, he's a UM alum, Northern Cheyenne tribe. Amazing logo. And he's the guy who designed these. Uh, it's really, really cool. They're like baby powder blue jerseys, and they have some feathers and a, a whole new lo- uh, Montana script. Uh, I think that there's going to be some sort of replication of these that you can get, which is cool. Um, and this is also going to serve as a sort of uh, reunion as well, right? Well, there's quite a few Lady Grizz that are coming back. Malia Kip, Tamara Gardapi, Cimarron Schilt, Leanne Montez, and Corey Viegas. So those are all native, former native players for the Lady Grizz that are going to come back. They're going to, we're going to do a special screening of the house that Rob built on Friday night. Which Roll is out awesome. the red carpet for all of those awesome athletes. So lots to celebrate this weekend, and I think the N seven is just a—it's just incredible. I, uh, I I loved hearing those names. Um, we were big time Lady Grizz uh, attendees when I was a kid, uh, and in through my teenage years. And I mean Grizz men's basketball too, but definitely more Lady Grizz games in my uh, pre college years than uh, than men's Grizz games. And it was fun hearing some of those names. I remember loving watching uh, so many of those great native players. I mean, Cimarron Schultz, I, I never forget her. Uh, Corey Viegas was also one of my favorites. And Tamara Guardipi, she was uh, in school when I was in school. You know, Tam was so solid. And, and she was good, too. So well, uh, Malia, fun hearing those names. my teammates. Malia and totally. Cimarron were my teammates. And so, I mean, yeah, yeah. just very impressive. Uh, absolutely. And uh, that's a, a key part of the House That Rob Built documentary and also a key part uh, of Robin Selvig's legacy here uh, at the University of Montana, just all the great native uh, players. Uh, that he has coached. I, I, I don't know if I had told you this. So I um, fell down the rabbit hole the other week um, on Kayla Lambert from Brockton. Do you remember her at I do. all? I do. The, those numbers are crazy. I can't remember what led me to remember her. But, I mean, you're talking like 4,000 points in high school. I mean, she scored 60 in a game three times. I couldn't believe the numbers. So impressive. She she was with the Lady Girls just for a year and then ended up finishing school up in Canada, actually. Um, but certainly still to this day, the all-time leading scoring re- uh, record holder in Montana high school hoops history. More on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. Uh, presented this week by Man Mortgage right after this. We'll talk more Cat Grizz, we'll talk more Lady Grizz, and we'll hear from Chelsea Gregg, the head coach of the Portland State women. All that next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. 
College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. Marty Morrowig is coming back on the show today, so, which means I'm in a country mood because oh. Co- Coach Marty says there's only two types of music, country and Western. <laughs> I ask him, what not sure want? I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with a lot of things he says, but not necessarily I know. that. Every time I uh, text him, what do you want on the show for today? He says, Willie Nelson, what else? <laughs> so I got a great Willie Nelson story coming up, but I'm in a country kind of mood today. So that's uh, Dixie Chicks. You got to love it. I've seen them live. Are they awesome? Oh, incredible. I bet. Super, such sweet musicians for sure. Um, Welcome back. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Crystal Redpath in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us here on your Wednesday. Marty Mornaway coming up in about, oh, I don't know, half an hour, 35 minutes. And uh, we'll talk all things NFL. How you feeling? Your, your San Francisco 49ers oh. are uh, into the NFC Championship game. This is one of the great Cinderella runs ever by Brock Purdy. Uh, he's he, so calm. He's, so, he's just well, so cool. Wouldn't you be calm if you had Nick Bosa and George Kittle and Kyle Juszczyk to true. get your back? Kittle is a beast. I mean, it's like it's like when you walk down around the playground. You don't have to be tough as long as your best friend is tough. And he's got like four best friends to walk around with. I mean, that's he's got why a the wall Niners, of them all around. That's him. right. That's why the Niners are so sweet. I mean, they got the, I mean, the they got the best left tackle in football. That's a pretty big help for a rookie quarterback too with Trent Williams. So, I mean, I texted you on Sunday. I'm I'm riding with the Niners. I got all my money on the Niners, so I need the Niners to to win. This NFC Championship. Philadelphia will be tough. Oh, this is going to be a straight. Their fans are awful. Uh, Well, or awesome. (laughs) I would say awful. It's all a matter of perspective. Uh, You got to love it, though. Uh, NFL playoffs coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week, presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, proven. Contact Man Mortgage for more information uh, at Missoula.manmortgage.com or call them 406 542 Zero seven zero zero. It's it's a great benefit, right, to have a uh, a mortgage lender or somebody in the mortgage business that you can, that are just just a call away. Well, Rob Fleming's just has has been such an asset to me. Help me buy my house. Help me refinance. He's my neighbor. He really also just makes it easy for you to understand the process. Right. And I just love that because it can be overcomplicating. It can feel like it's oh, just yeah. overwhelming to buy a home. And Rob Fleming, he is my go-to guy, and I really, really appreciate what he did for me. Absolutely. Uh, Portland State, the women, they will be in Montana this weekend. They play at Montana State on Thursday, then they play in Missoula on Saturday. Portland State won back-to-back games this last weekend by a single point. They won on a uh, last-second shot by Esmeralda Morales. 
uh, against Weber State, 65-64, and then they beat Idaho State two days later, 48-47. Uh, Chelsea Gregg, who has some Montana ties, she uh, used to coach at the University of Great Falls, now the University of Providence, uh, played there as well, I believe. So, uh, And then I think her husband, he was a, a guy that had some UGF ties as well. So uh, some Montana ties for the Greggs. And they have a son named Oliver. I have a son <laughs> named Oliver, so immediately I, I, I like it. the two of them. I love it. Before we hear from Coach Greg, just uh, thoughts on Portland State and how much they've improved this year. I think that they just really have improved. Last year, we, we talked about how they, you know, talking to Chelsea Greg at the tournament and having them stay the course, stay in that zone. It was painful at times to watch last year. Um, as they lost all 20 conference games. Right. But same roster. She didn't have turnover. She kept those kids. She There's buy-in. There's sure. buy-in there. And when you look at how they're playing now, they're putting some things together on the offensive end, and they look more cohesive. And like you said, Coulter, they, they're turning out to be some players in the, in the league. They've won two, won four of their last five. And they've just gotten quite a bit of play um, from a realm of different players. They'll be tested big time in Bozeman on Thursday. Here's Chelsea Gregg, Portland State head women's basketball coach. Around the Big Sky and women's hoops continues, or maybe you're listening on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast. No matter how you're tuning in, we appreciate you for being here. We are joined now by Portland State women's basketball coach Chelsea Gregg and her team having a great year so far after a tough year last year. So, Coach, I just want to start there. First of all, thanks so much for being here. I know that when you were when we talked in Boise at the end of last year, you were so proud of your young ladies for just finishing the season. What was a crazy year, especially with all the logistics that went into trying to get a team ready every week, uh, being where you guys are located in Portland. Uh, but now you, you returned some great players from that squad, and now here you are, and you've won four league games. So just take us through it. I mean, how have you been able to endure this and, and now come out on the other side and uh, become a very competitive team in the Big Sky Conference? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. You know, I think that just t- speaks volumes to the commitment level and the loyalty that this team has to each other, to our team. We continue to say, you know, it's about the process. Trust the process. Continue to get better. It's not about the wins and losses, although it's we're competitive as heck, and we want to, you know, see that happen. Um, we saw progress. And when you look at film from the beginning of conference, especially to end, you know, at our place being routed by Weber State and Idaho State, and then seeing them again at the end of the season um, and having, you know, opportunities to win at the end, I think that spoke volumes of the progress that we made within season. And, you know, I was with a bunch of reschedules, as we know, so lack of practice and being able to focus on us and really only allowing for time for, you know, getting ready for the next team. So I think that was a big thing. And in the spring, I knew we were going to be all right when, you know, we gave the girls time off and I had players in the gym the next week. I would have expected it would have been totally understandable if they had taken, you know, the full time off that we had given. And instead, I saw our our core group of kids, especially our freshmen, just in the gym, now sophomores, ready to get back to work. So I knew that that we were going to be okay. In terms of this year, you know, we're finding our footing a little bit. Um, we got to work on our consistency and rebounds, you know, been a thing that we continue to work on and, and we'll go as far as, as we choose to rebound. But I really like our efforts uh, and our energy and, and where we're headed right now. I've asked coaches from both the men's and women's league from around the Big Sky the same question. But in terms of, of you and Portland State women's basketball, what goes into just your strategy for building the roster and also retaining a roster? Because you guys did bring back uh, some good players, especially Esmeralda Morales, who's one of the, the better young players in the league. Uh, what sort of the, the keys in the strategy at Portland State, especially given uh, just how prevalent transferring is and, and everything in this day in college basketball? You know, I, I hope that it's the relationship. You know, we pour a lot into the recruiting process, not to say that we're not going to have, you know, players leave in the future or whatever that looks like. But I think the reality is we really try to give them a great student-athlete experience. 
that they're they're uh, people first and not just basketball players. And so beyond the wins and losses, beyond the basketball piece of it, we want to make sure that they know that they're cared for here at Portland State. And so I hope that the, the care that they see and the intensity and, and the way that we're building culture here really shines through. They know they're taken care of and, and then we're going to be competitive. It's not just rainbows and butterflies here, but we want to be competitive. But I think it comes down to relationships and that's a big piece of what we do here. Around the Big Sky and women's hoops, Chelsea Gregg, the head coach of the Portland State women, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Obviously, uh, an 0-20 record in, in conference play, tough to go through, and uh, probably a, a lot of, of uh, soul-searching during that time. But for the gals that were there then and continue to be there now, I mean, that's one of my favorite parts about sports, right, is, is enduring adversity and sometimes going through the hardest times is actually what produces the greatest moments and the greatest triumphs. So do you think that there's a at least a, a, an element there of uh, making you tougher and making you better? Absolutely. I, I think there's a gift in the struggle. And you don't want want to feel that and acknowledge it necessarily when you're going through it. Um, and it continues to be hard. But I think that we don't learn how to finish these games this year. and We don't have a passion about getting better if we don't experience last year. And so although we would have loved to, to have a different outcome last year and be a little bit more competitive, I think the reality is we found out a lot about who we are. And we were able to build up that grit, that resiliency muscle that we talk about, at the four hours of our program. And one of them is resiliency. And again, you know, no Nobody wants to go through an 0-20 in conference season, but I think the reality is that the thing we learned in that, we're able to apply this year and continue to motivate us towards getting better. Well, when it comes to uh, just getting better, what have you liked about your team's play so far, but also uh, what sort of things do you want to see worked on here uh, with another conference weekend coming up? I think defensively we've done a really nice job. We're top of the league, you know, average in steals. We're near 10 a game, and so I think we do a not nice job there with our defense. I'd like to see a little bit more efficiency offensively. I think that with the way we run things, it's kind of equal opportunity. We're not running, you know, sets for just one person to get 20, 25 attempts a game. There's opportunities for our bigs to go to work, for our guards to eat. And so, but we have to be able to, to, we share the basketball, but knowing time and circumstance, sense of urgency a little bit. And so I think right now we're relying on our defense to win games, and that's great. But at some point, you got to start clicking and offensively have some output too. So um, I think that starts with our rebounding. We come back to it. If we take care of the basketball, we value the basketball, we uh, do the things we can control, then I, I like our chances. Chelsea Gregg, Portland State women's head basketball coach here uh, on Nuanas now around the big sky in women's hoops. Last thing for you, coach, you got the Montana schools coming to town. Montana State playing as good as anybody in the league. So to start there, uh, what do you think of the uh, the matchup with the Bobcats on Thursday night? Yeah, Coach Benford's always got them going. Uh, super deep team, experienced uh, basketball program, just compete at a high level. A bunch of offensive threats that we're going to have to be aware of. Uh, but I think really just hard nose, crash the boards, um, and again, the depth. You take one person away, somebody else can step up. And so collectively, it's going to be a team effort for us to keep them off their boards um, and hopefully push pace a little bit. Chelsea Gregg, Portland State women's basketball, her team, 4-3 and three in Big Sky Conference play with Montana State and Montana coming to town. Coach, thanks for taking a couple of minutes for us, and best of luck with the rest of the year. We'll catch up with you down the road and see you in Boise, but best of luck this weekend. There you go, Chelsea Gregg, Portland State head women's basketball coach uh, here on uh, Nuanas Now. It is the Round the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Conference analyst, joining us in studio this week. Uh, it is presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, and proven. Check out Missoula.ManMortgage.com. More on the league, including the uh, key matchups for this upcoming weekend. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bob 
Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. ESPN Radio. Let's do some country music here on your Wednesday. About 20 minutes away, Coach Marty Morningwig makes his return. He's been in Tokyo. We haven't heard from him for a couple weeks. But he'll join us for the ESPN Roundtable, and we'll talk all the way around the NFL. Uh, but first, we'll finish up around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, presented by Man Mortgage. Crystal Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. Uh, the Big Sky in Boise is coming up. I know the exact amount of days because Danny Sprinkle always gives you the countdown. So 38 days to Boise, to championship. He used to call it championship Saturday. Now it's championship Wednesday. Uh, but uh, 40, uh, 38 days, excuse me, uh, to the championship for the men's uh, league in Big Sky Conference Hoops. So it's coming right up a little bit more than a week away, or a month away, excuse me. Uh, so time now for our ticket and hotel giveaway sponsored each week by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. You can join all 10 Big Sky Conference basketball teams March 4th through the 8th in Boise, Idaho for the Big Sky Women's Basketball Championships. All you got to do is text us, hashtag Big Sky in Boise. Uh, You can text the studio line, 406-888-1029, or you can send us direct messages on any of our social medias, uh, 1029 ESPN on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Or you can hit us up at, at Skyline Sports MT on Twitter or at Crystal Redpath on Twitter. Anything works. Just tell us you want to go. We got a pair of all-access passes for you, plus uh, a hotel for you this year as well. Uh, we will be taking entries all the way up until the uh, last week of February. So keep them coming in. And thanks so much to Ryan Holloway and Miller for their presentation uh, of this Big Sky Ticket and Hotel Giveaway. Get award-winning representation for your case. Hire the personal injury and criminal defense experts at Ryan Holloway and Miller. Visit rhmattorneys.com to learn more. Let's take a look at the slate of this week's games around the big sky and women's hoops. Idaho at Weber State. Uh, The Vandals have lost six in a row. Weber has lost 11 in a row. Eastern someone's Wa- going to get a win. <laughs> right, exactly. Eastern, someone definitely needs a win, too. Uh, Eastern Washington is at Idaho State. Portland State is in uh, Montana. They'll play at Bozeman at Montana State. And then Sac State is here uh, in Missoula. And then on Saturday, it's Idaho, Idaho State in Pocatello. Eastern Washington at Weber State in Ogden. NAU at Northern Colorado in Greeley. Uh, single game weeks for both those squads. Portland State is at Montana. Sac State at Montana State. Uh, so I want to center the rest of this segment then, Krista, on Sacramento State and their two matchups because uh, Thursday it's a big one on both sides, and Saturday it's a big one between two of the big guys' best. But let's start with Thursday. Uh, one of the interesting parts about this matchup on Thursday, not only is Sac alone in first place in the big sky, but they're led by one of five second-year head coaches in the league, Mark Campbell, and he's the one that's succeeding at the highest level right now among those second-year head coaches 
And uh, it's just interesting because Mark Campbell and Brian Holsinger have had such paralleled career paths, right? I mean, spending time in the Pac-12, right. Oregon State, uh, and uh, and now here they are uh, facing off again. In the last seven years, Mark Campbell, before coming to Sac State, was at Oregon, and he was at Oregon State before that. And Brian Holsinger at was Oregon at State. Was Washington State, <laughs> yeah. and then went to Oregon State. So yep. yes, they, their years overlap. And so obviously, rivals in the Pac, and now rivals in the big sky. Um, I think that Sac State fills out every single statistical category and looks very tough on paper. They've also been on the road a ton recently within the big sky. So they have been at Northern Colorado, at NAU, at Idaho State, at Weber State. Now they're on the road for the Montana schools and they've been able to come away with wins other than the NAU slip up which it's really challenging to go from Greeley to Flagstaff. You have to bus from Greeley to Denver, catch a flight from Denver to Phoenix, Phoenix up to Flagstaff. And there was a 1 p.m. tip the next day. So I think that there, and I I do think that that game was a little bit faster than they would want. One thing I will say about Sac State, there's a couple different um, avenues that could create some problems for them. They play a lot of, they play very few kids, a lot of minutes. Right. So foul trouble is not their friend. Totally. Um, And also they turn the ball over. So if Montana can come out and not be on their heels and really come out defensively and with urgency and just assertiveness, they might be able to put Sac State on their heels. And then again, that kind of leads to some excitement for Montana. They get the crowd going when they get good defensive stops. And then they just have to find the basket. We'll get back to what this means about for the Lady Grizz here in just a minute. But if Sac could win in Missoula on Thursday and Montana State could beat Portland State on Thursday, that's set up in a first-place matchup in Bozeman on Saturday. Uh, either way, that'll be a big one in Bozeman on Saturday, though. This is, really is, as we started with uh, today on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, this is a prove-it weekend for the Hornets. Definitely. I think that you you have to go through the Montana schools. I think any time you can go through the Montana schools and come out with a split or you can win, it just is a good measuring stick for the big sky. It is not easy to come to Missoula or Bozeman, number one, number two in attendance. Um, and again, just tough environments to play. And both of those teams will be ready to go. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate or use your home's equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage, a family-owned Montana company. Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's community statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Uh, for the Lady Grizz, they are 2-5 uh, and five at home against Division One opponents, and uh, they've lost a couple in a row after having a three-game winning streak. So I think this is a huge game, not just because it's the first place Sac State team coming to Missoula, but because you just got to find your footing again if you're the Lady Grizz, especially when you're at home. Well, for sure. In the last four games, the Lady Grizz have been outscored in the first quarter. They've come out and they just have not played really great to start the game. So they dig yeah. themselves into a hole and have to come out of it. And I feel like they're problem solving throughout the game versus going out and being the aggressor. And I think that's going to be the difference for them. If they can flip that switch, we know individually, when you look at talent, Montana has every weapon and has every piece. It's just putting them together and finding some cohesiveness among this group. They just got to find a way to just rechannel. I mean, there's only two, by the time they play Thursday, it'll have been 12 days since they played their best quarter of the conference season at Idaho State. So, I mean, it's not like this is crazy distant past. They played their best quarter of the conference season 
less than two weeks ago. So uh, they just got to find a way to rechannel. I think the foul trouble is a huge part of it. More than anything, though, it's just those seniors and the upperclassmen believing that they can do it. Right, and I do look at the guard play, Sammy Fatkin, Gina Markson, uh, you know, just learning to play together sure. and finding that, like like we've talked about, cohesiveness at the guard position. Some of the other uh, matchups in the league, um, it, it's an interesting one in Pocatello because Eastern riding this four-game winning streak, Idaho State has uh, had some struggles, but that's still a tough place to play and it's a tough team to play against as well. And it'll also be interesting because Eastern's been filling it up so much. Uh, Seeing Sobolewski's not going to let you score 96 on him, I'm going to tell you that. Right, and I think Idaho State, I mean, it's just interesting for us to see the Idaho schools at the bottom of the standings right now after starting so hot. Um, Idaho State, I still feel that they play that gritty style uh, surrounding the play of Callie Bourne. I mean, she just kind of, to me, epitomizes the type of style, the, the, the type of play that Idaho State will throw at Eastern. Multiple offensive weapons for Eastern, and you just can't take anything away from their wins. I mean, it's a big-time win against NAU in overtime. Also, you know, the Northern Colorado game wasn't pretty, um, but the Montana was a highlight. Idaho was a highlight. Portland State, I mean, you can go down and take a look at all these wins that Eastern has had, and they are definitely in the conversation for the top half of the league. Another reminder, the N7 basketball games, January 27th and 28th, as well as February 4th, will be sponsored by the University of Montana. Uh, N7, a Nike initiative led by Fort Peck native Sam McCracken, and uh, this is to help um, give back to Native American communities around Montana. The uh, turquoise uniforms, which uh, a color that symbolizes friendship and fellowship in Native American culture, were created by Nike on behalf of University of Montana alum Benji Headswift, a member of the Northern Cheyenne tribe. You can also find these threads uh, at um, the UM Bookstore, the M Store, Shields and a variety of other local outlets. A portion of the proceeds will go toward the uh, UM's Kiao Powwow, which is one of the oldest student-run powwows in the nation. Something I've helped promote uh, for several years here uh, in Missoula. A super fun event. We will definitely tell you about it when it's coming back around because it's awesome. And also reminds me, I saw my uh, good friends from the All Nations Health Center uh, last week, too, just walking around downtown. So they got some big stuff coming up. I can't tell you what yet, but they'll be here to tell you uh, sometime in the near future as well. Uh, but these N7 games will be pretty cool. And the the best thing uh, for you, the viewing public, that you can know is they'll have a bonus screening of the House That Rob Built, the awesome documentary by Megan Harrington and friends uh, that is all about the rise of the Lady Grizz. They'll show that one for free at Dahlberg Arena Friday night. And uh, it's an event that's free to the public. Doors open at 6.15, and uh, the film starts at 7, so pretty cool. If you haven't seen this movie, you want to see this. It's it's just incredible. It's really and good. And every time I mean, you watch it, it's different. It's, totally. I've watched it mo- many times. It's awesome. It's only about an hour long, maybe a little more than an hour, but it is so worth your time. So if you can make it down uh, to Dahlberg Arena on Friday night, uh, 7 p.m., uh, House That Rob Built for free, uh, so head on down there. Uh, what? Uh, anything else to add before we get you wrapped up here? Well, I think this is just an exciting time for conference right before we make the turn, and I think a lot of questions will be answered with teams and how they play heading into the second half of conference. And, I mean, it's just really exciting to have Portland State and Sacramento up here in Montana. Excited to be on the call tomorrow, and, yeah, it's a good time to – Watch Big Sky Basketball. It's a great time. It's also crazy that we'll be into the second half of the season by the next time we have around the Big Sky and women's hoops. Uh, But that's the scenario, and it should be fun seeing the last two teams we haven't seen yet in Montana here uh, in the Big Sky Conference. Sac State in Missoula on Thursday night, and then Portland State in Bozeman, and then they trade uh, for Saturday games as well. Around the Big Sky and women's hoops.
with Chris Redpath, presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender, tried, trusted, and proven. Thanks so much for being here, Krista. Thank you, Coulter. The return of the man. He's back from Tokyo. He has stories and NFL analysis. Our ESPN Roundtable guest, a familiar co-host, Marty Mornaweg, in studio right after this. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills. So all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.